listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 I'm R.J. Bell with the sports betting headlines for Monday. Only two players in NBA history prior to the start of this playoffs had scored 50-plus points twice in a series. Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson. Now that list doubles. Mitchell from the Jazz, Murray from the Nuggets, and they're not the only ones scoring. 13 of 14 games of Denver's have gone over the total. Boston wins game one. Somebody had to. Though the Vegas market has upgraded Boston, downgraded Toronto much, much more than expected. Another unexpected point spread after OKC got crushed and now facing elimination. Typically, some sort of bounce back would be expected. But no, Houston is even a bigger favorite tonight by five and a half points. Here comes a full hour of the Vegas truth covering all that and more. You heard it. I'm RJ live on a Monday, live from Las Vegas and live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. Jam-packed, baby. Jam-packed. Steve Fezzik in studio. He's got a little smugness on his face. I hate that. But if it helps the audience wins, I can deal with it. Sports batters listen for the money. Sports fans to know more than their buddies. Now, he's a Joe. He's not a pro. He's in Los Angeles. Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, on a day in which we've got NFL training camp coverage around the league, we've got an MLB trade deadline that just came and went. What is the Vegas lead here on this Monday? Well, my first question before I decide on the topic, you just did three hours of the Gottlieb show? Yes. And that's been just one long warm-up. Yeah, that's the undercard. That's what I'm yeah, thinking. All right, so yeah. whatever you talked. Now, were you by yourself or who was with you? No, with uh, Dan Byer, John uh, Ramos, Mister. Steve I like DeSager. to say Mister Dan Byer myself. Yeah, Mister Dan Byer. So you probably had what 32 takes in three hours. Uh, 30. Yeah, yeah I would say 30. So not get quite your 32. best two and a half ready to go, baby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll be ready to rock. I think we got to go with this Murray and Denver and Mitchell. I mean, think about this. From the from time immemorial, from the beginnings of time till now, two players had scored 50-plus points twice in a series. One's the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan, and the other one's known by initials also, A.I., Iverson. Now, there's four people on the list. And I want to start just as a fan, to be honest. I mean, money is one of the drivers, baby. Cold cash over hot takes. But the fact of the matter is, you don't get into this business if you're not a fan. I'm a fan. I'm flabbergasted. And we talked about it in the headlines. The idea that in the bubble, Denver's had 14 games. 13 has had more scoring than expected over the total. But, you know, mostly as a fan, let's start with you, Jonas. I mean, how impressed are you? It was awesome to watch those guys. Because you recall back in the day, the Dominique Wilkins-Larry Bird shootout where they were going back and forth in that in that battle they had. I, and I think it was in a playoff game. And here we are, we're getting to see Jamal Murray. He puts up 50. Donovan Mitchell lost and still put up 44. He was very angry about it. This is after he put up a 50 spot earlier in the series. So I'm a big fan of defense. But I do like a little bit of spice mixed in. And so when you get this stuff thrown in there and you get these two guys going off like that, it's just really, really fun basketball to watch. Is that some street code, spice? 
No, that's just my, my street code. Oh, okay. Weekend I didn't know if that was some hint, like yeah. a wink out to the yeah. you know, p- potential deviants out there. You know, it was like, <laughs> I like spice. It's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> All right. I accept it because, I mean, listen, married man now. So, I mean, I trust <laughs> it. Is I think what's more impressive, and maybe, Faz, you can get the numbers, is if you just look at Murray and you look at Mitchell scoring, the games they haven't scored 50 – it's seemingly every game's over 30. It's like 30 or 36, 42, 50. I mean, on a per average, I I mean, I don't I wonder. I was going to do this research and I didn't. Did anyone see it? If you add up the top the two top scorers in the series and that number. And I and I'm thinking I think these guys are about set were over 70 points combined. Has any series had the two scorers leading to 70 points? Gosh, I would I, think I not. Know. Yeah. Maybe we'll look at that. Mackenzie, check that out maybe over the break. But, Fez, when you think about it, and again, you're a better first. You're kind of um, singularly focused on taking other people's money. <laughs> but Woody, did you have any fandom mo- moments? None at all, RJ, because other people were taking my money. Call me stubborn. Call me dogmatic. I think there's other words than that, but go ahead. I went under again after both these teams shot 46 and 47% in Game 5. I said, there's no way that can continue. And I was correct as both teams poured in 50% from three-point land. And get this, Murray made 75% of his three-pointers. Mitchell made two-thirds of them, it was an incredible shooting display. That was the worst minute of radio in the history of radio, I think. Now, now <laughs> we have, we, can, we actually have the counterpoints. Sometimes we say, put that, you know, wrap that up for the Hall of Fame. I mean, you literally just, na- how many numbers did you just name? I mean, Four. nine? <laughs> let, me, let me try to, Jones, tell me if this works a little better. <laughs> These mofos been shooting the lights out. <laughs> I mean, here's what you got to know, Joan. I mean, you're learning about Fezzik as you go, right? Yes. I mean, two years in, you're just starting to peel back the first layer. Yeah. And if he loses, he, he takes it as a personal affront. So instead of saying, hey, that's the way the ball bounces, or hey, RJ told him not to do this, instead, he'll go, does not compute. Does not compute. And he starts just rattling off numbers. Uh, and some, somehow he was allowed to do that. Uh, you know, typically I would have turned his mic off, but, you know, because I wanted to hear him talk about his loss. So, Fez, at what point? So, let me ask you, was it a normal bet you had on the under? No, I made a big bet. Now, that doesn't make a ton of sense, does it? <laughs> I mean, what's your record against me? It is, I think, 26%. I mean, it's it's been a bad 15 months for you. No doubt. Against you. You've been winning like crazy. So when I pick you off, you think, you think, you know, RJ's really made a compelling case, and I'll make it again. That the bubble, we rattled off like six reasons scoring was up. The focus and, 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 and... at minimum, you could make the case that these teams were potentially getting fatigued from all the scoring, a long, grueling series, and that the hiatus helped them. Now, did you calculate for that? I actually saw that the other games with the hiatus 
cause a little bit of a reduction in scoring. Oh and my God. foolishly, so I thought it might invo- translate to this game. You were so involved in this. So did you watch every play? No. Did you watch the end? Yes. At what point did it go over? How much time was left? There was about a minute left when, oh. it, when it hit over. So when there was a minute 30 left, did you still hope against hope it would stay under? Yes, and there was a banked three that went in, and at ah. that point I said, I'm dead. Oh, my gosh. If you, if you had 94 points scored between two guys and it still only hit the over with a minute and change left, it's almost like those two guys are responsible for Fez's mood today. It, or he's responsible for his stubbornness for the mood. I'm R.J. Bell. He's Steve Fezzik. The guy's the only guy to win two Super Contests. I don't know. He hasn't won one for a little while. But <laughs> I'm going to make the case that just maybe, and this is called, a, uh, I think I call it a swerve, right, in wrestling, just maybe I like the under in Game 7. I'm not sure, though. <laughs> and I'm being serious. Here's why. If you look at historically, and we're going back to 2003, how do Game 7s typically get uh, the odds put on them when it comes to the over-under? So what's the typical number? And what we found out is the line is five points lower than the first six games of the series on average. So you got all these different games, and lo and behold, there's Game 7, and the average is down five points. On the total. So let's say, for example, historically, the first six games have been 197 with a total. In game seven, it was 192. So now, why is that? It's because they believe the betting market, and it's, it's bared out, that the pressure of a game seven, the intensity, it, 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 the defensive focus, the conservativeness, you know, it's like the first quarter of a Super Bowl. We talk about that sometimes, you know, during the Super Bowl, and it usually goes under. Five points. Now, the line in game six that Fez lost was 218 and a half. Correct, Fez? Yes. The current number for game seven is? The same, 218 and a half. So effectively, you could make the case, though you, if you're – a novice, or if you're savvy and just missed it, or if you're any other show that talks about sports gambling, <clears throat> you would say, wow, after all those totals, it's still the same as game six? Gimme, gimme, gimme over. No. I'm not saying don't go over, though I wouldn't. At a minimum, it's a pass. I'm saying the fact that historically game sevens go down five points, this baby has stayed flat, means effectively... This, the total's been brought up five points. Do you agree with that, Fez? I do, and obviously a reaction to the fact that these guys, as you said, are just bombing away and making all their shots. Except this is the first real reaction. Because that big, you know, that big, uh, oh, it was 216, it went up to 218 and a half. Come on. It, was, it, it really hasn't adjusted in a major way till now, right? It has not. Almost all these totals have been right around 218 on average. But you could still say, but the pace, the pace. Oh, you didn't even say, but how was the pace in game six? Pace was slow. <laughs> All right, so here's the question. What are you doing in game seven? Now, listen, by, oh, whoa. we got to say this. We got three best bets already this show. Three best bets. We got one coming up at the bottom of the hour. We're going to give right after the break. I got one on tonight's NBA, and you've got one on the NFL a season win on Tampa Bay. 
over or under. We'll see. So I say what you do is I say you tape for tomorrow's show. You're not in typically Tuesday. People don't do packs on Tuesday, so you don't come in. And I think that you tape it and we reveal it tomorrow. What do you think? Sounds good. All right. Jonas, what do you think he'll do? I think he's going to be stubborn. Just to make a statement, I think he's going to take. I think he'll take the under again because he got. He feels like he got screwed over in this last game. He's going to come back and want to make sure that his strategy and his approach is exactly the same. And it was the result that was wrong, not him. Oh, you you got him figured out at this point. <laughs> Darn, that's the best pick you've made in two years, right there, baby. I mean, Fez, did he just nail you or what? Jonas knows me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here's the commitment I'll make. If Fez doesn't bat it under with his pig, I'm going under tomorrow. But if he does, I'm not because I don't want to get involved. I stay away from that kind of stuff. The ego-driven stuff I stay away from. All right, so let's do this. When we come back, we promised, and it's coming, we've got a best bet for the 630 tip. Don't miss it. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm R.J. Bell with the sports betting headlines for Monday. Only two players in NBA history prior to the start of this playoff had scored 50-plus points twice in a series. Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson. Now that list doubles Mitchell from the Jazz, Murray from the Nuggets, and they're not the only ones scoring. 13 of 14 games of Denver's have gone over the total. Boston wins game one. Somebody had to, though the Vegas market has upgraded Boston, downgraded Toronto much, much more than expected. Another unexpected point spread after OKC got crushed and now facing elimination. Typically, some sort of bounce back would be expected. But no, Houston is even a bigger favorite tonight by five and a half points. Here comes a full hour of the Vegas truth covering all that and more. You heard it. I'm RJ live on a Monday, live from Las Vegas and live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. Jam-packed, baby. Jam-packed. Steve Fezzik in studio. He's got a little smugness on his face. I hate that. But if it helps the audience wins, I can deal with it. Sports batters listen for the money. Sports fans to know more than their buddies. Now, he's a Joe. He's not a pro. He's in Los Angeles. Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, on a day in which we've got NFL training camp coverage around the league, we've got an MLB trade deadline that just came and went. What is the Vegas lead here on this Monday? Well, my first question before I decide on the topic, you just did three hours of the Gottlieb show? Yes. And that's been just one long warm-up. Yeah, that's the undercard. That's what I'm yeah, thinking. All right, so yeah. whatever you talked. Now, were you by yourself or who was with you? No, with uh, Dan Byer, John uh, Ramos, Mister. I like DeSager. to say Mister. Dan Byer myself. Yeah, Mister. Dan Byer. So you probably had what 32 takes in three hours? Uh, 30. Yeah, yeah I would say 30. So not get quite your 32. best two and a half ready to go, baby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll be ready to rock. I think we got to go with this Murray and Denver and Mitchell. I mean, think about this. From the from time immemorial, from the beginnings of time till now, two players had scored 50-plus points twice in a series. One's the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan, 
And the other one's known by initials also, A.I. Iverson. Now, there's four people on the list. And I want to start just as a fan, to be honest. I mean, money is one of the drivers, baby. Cold cash over hot takes. But the fact of the matter is, you don't get into this business if you're not a fan. I'm a fan. I'm flabbergasted. And we talked about it in the headlines. The idea that in the bubble, Denver's had 14 games. 13 has had more scoring than expected over the total. But, you know, mostly as a fan, let's start with you, Jonas. I mean, how impressed are you? It it was awesome to watch those guys. Because you recall back in the day the Dominique Wilkins-Larry Bird shootout where they were going back and forth in that, in that battle they had. I, and I think it was in a playoff game. And here we are. We're getting to see Jamal Murray. He puts up 50. Donovan Mitchell lost and still put up 44. He was very angry about it. This is after he put up a 50 spot earlier in the series. So I'm a big fan of defense. But I do like a little bit of spice mixed in. And so when you get this stuff thrown in there and you get these two guys going off like that, it's just really, really fun basketball to watch. Is that some street code, spice? No, that's just my, my street code. Oh, okay. Weekend I didn't know if that was some hint, like yeah. a wink out to the <laughs> you know, potential deviants out there. You know, it was like, <laughs> I like spice. It's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> All right. I accept it because, I mean, listen, married man now. So, I mean, I trust <laughs> it. Is I think what's more impressive, and maybe, Faz, you can get the numbers, is if you just look at Murray and you look at Mitchell scoring, the games they haven't scored 50, it's seemingly every game's over 30. It's like 30 or 36, 42, 50. I mean, on a per average, I, I mean, I, don't, I wonder. I was going to do this research, and I didn't. Did anyone see it? If you add up the, top, the two top scorers in the series – and that number, and, I, and I'm thinking, I think these guys are about set, were over 70 points combined. Has any series had the two scorers leading to 70 points? Gosh, I would I, think I not. Know. Yeah. Maybe we'll look at that. Mackenzie, check that out maybe over the break. But, Fez, when you think about it, and again, you're a better first. You're kind of um, singularly focused on taking other people's money. <laughs> But Woody, did you have any fandom moments? None at all, RJ, because other people were taking my money. Call me stubborn. Call me dogmatic. I think think there's other words than that, but go ahead. I went under again after both these teams shot 46 and 47% in Game 5. I said, there's no way that can continue. And I was correct as both teams poured in 50% from three-point land and get this, Murray made 75% of his three-pointers. Mitchell made two-thirds of them. It was an incredible shooting display. That was the worst minute of radio in the history of radio, I think. Now, now <laughs> we, have, we, we actually have the counterpoints. Sometimes we say, put that, you know, wrap that up for the Hall of Fame. I mean, you literally just na- – how many numbers did you just name? I mean, Four. nine? <laughs> Let me, let me try to, Jones, tell me if this works a little better. <laughs> These mofos have been shooting the lights out. <laughs> I mean, it, here's what you got to know, Jones. I mean, you're learning about Fezzik as you go, right? Yes. I mean, two years in, you're just starting to peel back the first layer. Yeah. And if he loses, he, he takes it as a personal affront. So instead of saying, hey, that's the way the ball bounces, 
Or, hey, RJ told him not to do this. Instead, he'll go, does not compute, does not compute. And he starts just <laughs> rattling off numbers. Uh, and so, somehow he was allowed to do that. <laughs> uh, you know, typically I would have turned his mic off, but, you know, because I wanted to hear him talk about his loss. So, Fez, at what point? So, let me ask you, was it a normal bet you had on the under? No, I made a big bet. Now, that doesn't make a ton of sense, does it? <laughs> I mean, I, I, what's your record against me? It is, I think, 26%. I mean, it's, the be- it's been a bad 15 months for you. With no me, d- against you've you. Been, you've been winning like crazy. So when I pick you off, you think, you think, you know, RJ's really made a compelling case, and I'll make it again. That the bubble, we rattled off like six reasons scoring was up. The focus, and, 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 and at minimum, you could make the case that these teams were potentially getting fatigued from all the scoring, a long, grueling series, and that the hiatus helped them. Now, did you calculate for that? Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I actually saw that the other games with the hiatus caused a little bit of a reduction in scoring oh and my God. foolishly so i thought it might invo- translate to this game you were so involved in this so <laughs> did you watch every play no did you watch the end yes at what point did it go over how much time was left there was about a minute left when, oh. it, when it hit over <laughs> so when there was a minute 30 left did you still hope against hope it would stay under yes and there was a banked three that went in and at ah! that point i said i'm dead Oh my gosh! If you if you had ninety four points scored between two guys and it still only hit the over with a minute and change left, it's almost like those two guys are responsible for Fez's mood today, it, or he's responsible his stubbornness for the mood. I'm R.J. Bell. He's Steve Fezzik. The guy's the only guy to win two Super Contests. I don't know. He hasn't won one for a little while. But <laughs> I'm going to make the case that just maybe, and this is called, a, uh, I think I called a swerve, right, in wrestling. Just maybe I like the under in game seven. I'm not sure, though. <laughs> and I'm being serious. Here's why. If you look at historically, and we're going back to 2003, how do game sevens typically get uh, the odds put on them when it comes to the over-under. So what's the typical number? And what we found out is the line is five points lower than the first six games of the series on average. So you got all these different games, and lo and behold, there's game seven, and the average is down five points on the total. So let's say, for example, historically, the first six games had been 197 with a total. In game seven, it was 192. So now, why is that? It's because they believe the betting market, and it's, it's bared out, that the pressure of a game seven, the intensity, it, 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 the defensive focus, the conservativeness, it, you know, it's like the first quarter of a Super Bowl. We talk about that sometimes, you know, during the Super Bowl, and it usually goes under. Five points. Now, the line in game six that Fez lost was 218 and a half. Correct, Fez? Yes. The current number for game seven is? The same, 218 and a half. So effectively, you could make the case, though you, if you're 
a novice or if you're savvy and just missed it or if you're any other show that talks about sports gambling, <clears throat> you would say, wow, after all those totals, it's still the same as game six. Give me, give me, give me over. No, I'm not saying don't go over, though I wouldn't. At a minimum, it's a pass. I'm saying the fact that historically game sevens go down five points, this baby has stayed flat, means effectively this, the total's been brought up five points. Do you agree with that, Fez? I do, and obviously a reaction to the fact that these guys, as you said, are just bombing away and making all their shots. Except this is the first real reaction. Because that big, you know, that big, uh, oh, it was 216, it went up to 218 and a half. Come on. It, was, it, it really hasn't adjusted in a major way till now, right? It has not. Almost all these totals have been right around 218 on average. But you could still say, but the pace, the pace. Oh, you didn't even say, but how was the pace in game six? Pace was slow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here's the question. What are you doing in game seven? Now, listen, go- by, oh, whoa. We got to say this. We got three best bets already this show. Three best bets. We got one coming up at the bottom of the hour. We're going to give right after the break. I got one on tonight's NBA, and you've got one on the NFL, a season win on Tampa Bay, over or under. We'll see. So I say what you do is I say you tape for tomorrow's show. You're not in typically Tuesday. People don't do packs on Tuesday, so you don't come in. And I think that you tape it, and we reveal it tomorrow. What do you think? Sounds good. All right. Jonas, what do you think he'll do? I think he's going to be stubborn. Just to make a statement, I think he's going to take – I think he'll take the under again because he got – he feels like he got screwed over in this last game. He's going to come back and want to make sure that his strategy and his approach is exactly the same, and it was the result that was wrong, not him. Oh, you you got him figured out at this point. <laughs> Darn, that's the best pick you've made in two years right there, baby. I mean, Fez, did he just nail you or what? Jonas knows me. Ah. <laughs> All right, well, here's the commitment I'll make. If Fez doesn't bat it under with his pick, I'm going under tomorrow. But if he does, I'm not because I don't want to get involved. I stay (laughs) away from that kind of stuff. The ego-driven stuff I stay away from. All right, so let's do this. When we come back, we promised, and it's coming, we've got a best bet for the 630 tip. Don't miss it. That's coming up next. He's R.J. Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! 